0: Good morning, hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and cold Monday morning. Trust everybody slept well and I hope everybody had a good and wonderful blessed weekend. Glad we can get back together this morning and start our week off and our day off right in the the right direction. I'll get that here in a minute. If you were following, uh, if you started watching when I first started this live feed, uh, the music cut out and uh, don't know really what happened. I dropped my phone and hit something on the laptop and, and uh, not sure what I'd done there. So uh, I apologize for that uh, little technical glitch. Uh, but anyway, let's see what we got to watch this morning. We got Miss Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, Rusty Paws, Lee Miller. And so glad to have all you wonderful folks tuning in. Of course, there's a lot more than that watching, but those are just the names that I see thus far. Sure. And I uh, tell you what, old Rusty's got him a Beautiful motorcycle, I tell you, look good on it uh, yesterday, Rusty, as you're riding down the road, and uh, looked like you knew what you were doing, but uh, it looked really it a nice looking bike. But uh, Donna Taylor, good morning, so glad she could tune in and watch, miss seeing her at the church, really do, I know she's got a lot going on, but we miss her. And uh, so at this time, my friends, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. What a wonderful, wonderful uh, nation that we live in. Good morning, Darlene Barker. It is uh, it's so sad to see uh, the kind of morons who are running our uh, it's like having a uh, someone from an insane asylum uh, guiding the uh, uh, cruise ship uh, and uh, we can all see that it's headed for an iceberg and screaming and they don't care you know and uh, of course i'm sure you all saw where biden had to put on a good little act and, and of course you know his, his first thing is to I blame Trump for everything. Of course, that's his go-to, and uh, and then he has to show a lot of emotion. If these kids were separated from their families, they deserve money. A oh, baloney, man. These kind of people come in here illegally. If you do something illegal, and or if I do something illegal, I go to jail. Guess what? My kids don't get to go with me. We are separated because I I committed a crime, and so the whole fallacy what they're pushing out there, and the fact they want to pay these people money. I mean, you look at the poverty-stricken conditions in in our own area. People who could use money and help, and everyone get people breaking the law, of money. It just, it's infuriating. It just, it really is. It just, it just blows my mind. Uh, and um, of course, he has the lowest approval rating they since World War II. But uh, still, nonetheless, man, I tell you what, it's just uh, gas prices getting higher and higher. A lot of groceries getting higher. It's just, uh, I don't know what we're going to do, guys and gals. It's, uh, like I said, other than prayer, I and mean, we know prayer changes things. But people said they wish that uh, they can uh, get uh, Biden out of uh, uh, office. But look what's in what's behind him. You got Kamala Harris is the biggest, anyway, <laughs> She, you don't want that nut running things either. She's worse than he ever thought about. Oh, so, not to mention, I don't know if you all saw the article or not, but apparently when they were uh, with uh, the heads of state and world leaders, that apparently Joe Biden decided to um, uh, release some flatulence. Uh, and uh, in fact, it was so bad that even Camilla Harris made a comment on it. So that's who we've got in our Oval Office. So you talk about an embarrassment to our country, guys, it's just—it's just. It's just <laughs> think it get any worse? They always find a way to to top it, you know. It just. Uh, anyway, I, sometimes I just. I wish we could just. All uh, right, I'll say what I'm thinking because it might get me in trouble. Let's go to our Bible verse this morning. <laughs> Matthew 7:13-14. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, as small is the gate, and narrow the road At least to life, and only a few find it. You know, it is, um, yeah, Rusty said, zombies running this country, that's for sure. Without a doubt, they are dead from the neck up. Um, yeah, so, you know, I was looking at this uh, verse, of course I can't see my Bible. I got my Bible here, what so I'm looking at here. And, you know, we uh, when we look at this verse, or verse says, rather, We all have choices to make in this life, Uh, you know, we are, uh, we have, uh, which road we want to go down, you know, Uh, either you are someone of honesty and integrity, or someone who is uh, deceitful, and you know, it is, uh, the devil doesn't play fair, and he is subtle. You know, when I was reading this this morning, I was thinking about choices and such, you know, one thing, I I have not ever, ever cheated on my wife. uh, and uh, uh, more the desire to, but there have been several instances uh, in work-related situations where I could have made a very bad choice. I don't know why, because so, well, I guess the way I was thinking about choices kind of popped in my head, and when I was uh, working at CenturyLink and uh, I had this, people knew I was married and Madison was just a baby, and I remember uh, I've got to do something and a young lady approached me and. Uh, said uh, hey would you like to go get a drink after work you know you could justify that and say uh, well it's just innocent that you just wanted to just get a drink and hang out but you could tell the insinuation was a little more than that and uh, and I said uh, I, I, I my wife and little girls uh, waiting on me i better, better get to the house you know and uh, just kind of making it clear it, it kind of made me feel bad in one sense because you could tell she was hurt and she walked off, but you know, I can't help that. I mean, I'm a married man, I can't go get a drink with some other woman, and uh, you know, that uh, uh, the implications of what she wanted, and you know what I'm talking about. So, and uh, uh, you know, so I, uh, you know, and uh, had another instance where I uh, uh, worked with this girl at the plasma center, and here I was married. and. Uh, she said, uh, can I have a hug? Well, at first I didn't think about it. I always do like the side hug things. I don't really, you know, I'm not comfortable, uh, you know, full hug on a, with another woman other than my wife. And she said, uh, can I have a kiss? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think I should do that. <laughs> I said, I'm a married man. She's like, well, I don't care. Like, well, I do. You know, but there's a, the point is this, is not to uh, show uh, how irresistible I am. <laughs> I say that kiddingly, uh, but the point I'm trying to make is is the fact that um, uh, I had these choices to make. Now, in these choices, I could have went in one down one path. Nobody may have never known, uh, and uh, could have kept it a secret uh, from Brandy uh, or anybody else. But I would know what I did and what was going on and so we have to be very careful of the choices we make because the, the devil does work in very subtle ways and he uses individuals and situations you know you may be having problems at home and the and the devil's going to use individuals to uh, to enhance uh, your feelings of, uh, of resentment and hatred or bitterness or whatever and fuel that and uh, using somebody else Uh, to take you down a wrong path, and they may seem like a very innocent person, and and you may think, well, you know, uh, what they're saying is making sense to a certain extent, but deep down, you know, something just isn't right. So we have to be careful who we make friends with, who we associate with, and the choices we make. You know, when you look at life, and it kind of is very uh, closely related uh, to being a minister, is is the fact that... Uh, you have to look at it kind of like a chess game. Now, I don't know how many people play chess. Now, I enjoy it. I am horrible at it. Uh, my dad, he's, he's very good at it, but I, I love to play it, but I'm just not good at all. I've tried practicing playing against the computer, and I uh, uh, don't seem to succeed very well. But it is, um, you know, you have your pawns at the front, and then, of course, you have your knights and your kings, your queens, and all these things, and, you know, you have to, the strategy is... Looking at the other opponents, trying to anticipate his move before, you know, when you make your move so that you can, the goal is to take down the king. Well, in life or even as a pastor, see, there's things that maybe I might think is funny, but I have to think three moves ahead. If I put this on there, what is the ramifications that I will receive from that, the backlash? Because in the past, I think, oh, this is funny. I put that on there. Oh my gosh! People come down on me. I can't believe you put that on there. That is awful. And they're contacting my dad and and going berserk. And I'm like, what? What did, did I miss something here? You know, uh, you know, because I don't I have a weird sense of humor. But you know, they were just making a random comment or a post on Facebook and people losing their minds. And I'm just like, you know. So now I have to really think about. All right, if I put this on here, how will this? It's like i throwing a, a pebble. And, uh, and water and seeing the ripple effect. How will this affect these things? And that's what we have to do in life in making our choices. Is how what are the ramifications? Because as a Christian, people are watching you. People are testing you, and people are wanting to see if what you're saying is true, and what you're saying is, is something you are are deep down convicted by and are abiding by. And so well, you have to be very careful. You know, you might you know just just standing there. Listening to a joke that's off color, you, ask it, you may be a result of a laugh. Somebody in the back may be watching and said, Boy, you know, he's supposed to be a Christian or she's supposed to be a Christian. He can't believe they sat there and laughed at that, you know. And uh, so you have to be very careful of the choices you make. Well, you know, narrow is the way and broad is the path. We all have a choice to make. See, the the wide path is the path that everybody takes until you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. That is the path that everybody wants to go down. It's the easy way. It's, but you've got to know Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, that's when you're able to make that choice to take a different path, a harder path, a more narrow way that is uh, directly contrasted to those things of the world. But see, that wide path is easy. See, it helps you justify your mistakes, helps you justify those sins. It, it makes you want to follow the desires of your heart, the temptations that the devil lays before you. And again, that's why it's called a temptation because it, it, it tickles the desires of your mind. And that makes you want to Uh, Go down that wrong way. It's easy to not have to stand up against those things you know is wrong. It's easy to uh, not to uh, fall back and and say, you know what, I don't feel like confrontation. I don't feel like dealing with these things. It's easy to go down the wrong way, hang around the wrong people, marry the wrong people, date the wrong people. You know, it's so easy to go down that path. The world makes it too easy. That's why narrow is the way and difficult is the path that leads to life. When you give your life over to Jesus Christ, you've made that choice. You've decided to go down the right path. But the devil doesn't make it easy. And because that path is narrow, he wants to push you off the precipice of, of the cliff there uh, to keep you uh, on the, off the right track. But, you know, that is, um, uh, of course, like I say too, the, the wide path is popular, but it leads to destruction. You know, that's the one, one thing that we have to look at. But look at narrow is, is the path It's hard to find. It is unpopular. Now, when you start to take, decide to take the narrow path, when you decide to uh, uh, make that choice to go down that narrow way, then it's unpopular. People want to reject you. People want to make fun of you. They want to think that you are abnormal, that you're uptight because you decided to go that narrow way because it goes against the very norm or what they consider the norm. And uh, they don't get it. They don't understand it. That's why they make fun of Christians and, and tear us down and, and call us names of, of hate mongers and bigots. And, you know, they, they don't get it because their eyes are blinded by the God of this world. So it is an unpopular way to go. And But to take the narrow path, it is a deliberate and calculated choice. It's something that we did. Now, let me clarify we made that choice, but it's not something we've done on our own. God had to touch our hearts. Remember, we don't do anything to merit our salvation, we do nothing. To earn our way into heaven. It is not, you know, it, God had to touch our hearts. God had to open our minds. It's nothing we did on our own. It's by God's grace that we come to know him. So keep that clear. That it's not something That's not something you had to do. God wasn't waiting on you to be proactive. God acted and in, he touched your heart and mind. And it's only through God alone that we come to know him. So make that very clear. Because so people out there have the erroneous belief that we had to make an action. We had to make a a. a, a, a uh, a decision, well we make a decision, but you know what I'm saying, we, we had to be uh, 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 how can I put it, I'm trying to think of the theological term that I'm trying to get at, I don't know if it's monergism versus synergism, if that's the theological way I'm trying to get at what I'm trying to say here, um, but the point is, uh, you had nothing to do with your salvation, I guess that's just a bottom line that I'm trying to get at here, And uh, but it's God alone, so make it very clear, but once we decide you know, once God touches our heart and we decide to, to follow Him, that's, that's where that narrow way is hard. That's where that narrow way is difficult. And um, it is uh, 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 something that we have to fight every day. And we have to be very careful of those choices we make each and every day. So my friends, you know, today's a brand new day. And that's one thing I saw about you last night's a message. Is God wants us to be dependent for the day. And We're looking at Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And I was talking about how the birds, how God supplies their needs for that day because, and how he uh, helped the Israelites for that day. You know, He only gave them enough food for that day. Why? Because we don't need to be concerned with tomorrow. We need to focus on today and have total and utter dependence upon him. And once we can have that utter dependence upon God, then we make that right choice and we go down the narrow path. And that's where we got to stay and that's where we have to keep our eyes focused. We see the, uh, the proverbial cross on the hill and that's where we keep our eyes focused. Uh, on that. We keep our eyes focused on God. We keep our eyes focused on those things that are holy and admirable and honorable in God's eyes. And we've got to not be tempted and lured down that broad path. It's easy to do. We've got to fight against it. But my friends, you have a choice today. You have a choice to do the right thing. You have the choice to do what is honorable. You have the choice to do what is right. You have a choice to follow God. Alright? So remember, you have those choices. Or, you can choose to go the opposite way. Or you or, or you can choose uh uh, a path that leads to destruction. and But ultimately, you have a choice. Of, I want to follow Jesus Christ. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Maybe if somebody's watching or listening this morning that doesn't know God. You have that choice. Hey, I either have the choice to follow Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior, or I choose the path to destruction. There, are, You can either uh, live in eternity in hell or you can live in eternity in heaven. Your choice. So, my friends, we have choices today. Which path are you taking? you taking the narrow way, you're taking the broad way. I hope and pray that you will pray and have sensitivity to leading the spirit, discernment, to do the right thing in all areas and situations of your life. Even if it's unpopular. if you know you're going to get made fun of by co-workers or classmates, you have that choice. But I'm I telling you right now that if you stand and do the right thing, they'll have far more respect for you than if you fall and just go in with the crowd. I've, I've lived it. I know it. I um, there's my uh, I, Back in high school, uh, I was... Uh, a virgin, and they uh, used to, my friends and buddies used to make fun of me and uh, give me a hard time, but this is no lie. They would do it public in front of everybody, thought it was funny, but uh, about every single one of them in private coming to me and said, i got a lot of respect for you that you uh, uh, that you have those kind of convictions, and uh, so that's why what I'm saying, I know it, I lived it. So you may get made fun of, and you may people may give you a hard time, but uh, deep down they respect you for standing for what is right. Make the right choices, my friends. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed age you've given us. Lord, help us to be strong. Help us to keep our eyes focused on you. Help us to make the right choices. And Lord, help us to go down that narrow path and keep our eyes focused solely on you. Do what is right in your eyes. Let us be humble before you in all areas. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Be with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my dear brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. I pray that you'll lead them, guide them, watch over, protect them. Lord, be with my kids and uh, be with all of those who are watching and their children and, and everyone who's going to work and school today. That you'll watch over and protect them, put a holy hedge about them. Be with my wife and heal her and bring her to full and complete health. Be with Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Larry and Donna and Lord, be with my dad as he get a Good report from the doctor this morning. The Lord has helped us to be used by you in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all tuning in this morning. And uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to do these devotions each and every day. And um, I hope everybody has a fantabulous day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.